welcome to my balcony. So we may be getting that ambient noise of my wind chimes and Six Flags is Superman just casually launching into the sky. But welcome back to another episode. I've kind of been digging these different location episodes just because it's something fresh for me to look at because even though I know how to put shit on a wall and make it look good sometimes I just get tired of the the same old views and it's just nice to have some diversity right because I'm trying I'm trying to get that lust for life by you know romanticizing the things I do and changing up the ways I'm doing things I'm already gonna do just to make it entertaining for my sake because if there's one thing about me I need to be entertained bitch like um you know haven't been smoking that much you know and just dealing with life and raw dog in life without anything any little fun menace activities to do is really challenging for me and you know, I'm not really portraying the struggle that I'm having with my voice because it wouldn't be entertaining to hear somebody talk with the candor of somebody who wants to die. Um, but, you know, I just got to keep it lively, right? And so it definitely has been a struggle to kind of deal with life and life's issues and challenges with the joys of being sober, you know, and it's really difficult to think that like wow it, it was like really adding something to my life to make me feel so like psychologically dependent on it now when I'm trying to stop or lessen the frequency that um it's pretty crazy how uh, how much I love my earthly tethers you know I'm just a simple woman you know the the things that so that's a part of the list of things that I didn't really enjoy that week this week which was sobriety okay uh let's see another thing that I really didn't appreciate this week that it was like kind of harsh in my vibe was honestly um my lack of self-control you know I feel like I'm in a place now where you know I'm trying to kind of control my my weed consumption and now I'm also trying to limit food consumption in a healthier way because I feel like I have binge tendencies where I get really guilty and so like I really deprive myself of stuff not to a level that's with caution but definitely enough to where it's unhealthy and so I've just been trying to stick to my principle of eating intuitively and drinking lots of water, especially now that it's summer. You know, you guys got to drink your water because you can get really easily dehydrated and it's just better for your skin and your mental and your energy in the summer. Just drink your water. Speaking of, let me take a sip. damn that's good but so the self-control issue also ties in with sobriety because I feel like for me to get through something I kind of audibly got to get myself through it to talk myself through it hence me having this whole podcast so that back then during COVID I had some kind of outlet or just some sort of 
you know, creative endeavor that was fully under my control that I could just rant and complain all I want. And nobody can really say anything because, you know, it's their choice to listen to my podcast. Therefore, your choice to listen to my rant. Right. And so with the sobriety, I'm just like becoming kind of whiny and stuff. But, you know, I'm just trying to uh, tell people how I feel when I feel them. You know, I'm trying to feel the feelings. Right. And so I'll talk and I'll complain and I'll sound like the meat the most fiend ever like (laughs) Jordan will be like dang like are you really that bad and I'm like no I'm just saying it (laughs) yeah but I'll just be kind of just sitting there and I'll be like dang it would be it would be so crazy if I just smoked a joint right now that would be so crazy of me and I'll be like dang I'll probably have a I'll probably have a shit time if I did smoke whatever But I kind of do just find myself like thinking about it a lot, maybe because right now I'm kind of stopping because of mental health and with a bad mental health, you want bad things. And so I am trying not to listen to myself by getting into this pattern of just trying to smoke every day after work and get into that menace mood where I convince myself that I'll have a better time with it than without it. And so... I'm just trying to do little things right now to practice my self-control because I feel like it's a muscle and I would like to exercise that muscle amongst other of my muscles because of that binge eating that I was fucking talking about if I can stay on one thing but UPS truck and so I'm just trying to I'm just trying to control myself in little ways that I can do easily and just get that little simple gratification to to keep the ball rolling because I'm just a human and I need at least a little bit of reward to get me going because it's like does a cat come up to you all the time no do they come up to you if you got a treat for them yes and that's all I gotta say about that behavior that I'm trying to reinforce but I think it's kind of hard to to bargain with the universe so maybe I should just you know get get what I get and don't throw a fit as they say um and yeah another thing I haven't really been liking this week is that it's just been a struggle for me to say that I'm struggling you know it's been a struggle for me to be vulnerable despite me kind of airing out and really showing this like very unfiltered and rambling on version of my conscious by just posting this so that you can listen you know I know I know I'm being vulnerable in the moment but at the same time like you're only hearing it because I decide to keep it I decide to upload it and like put a caption and all that and if I really don't like it then I just scrap it and you never have to know and you don't have to judge me right so this is still a very cultivated a little um curated tidbit of myself that I'm allowing to be out there but it's still something that even though it's like vulnerable it's as much as I show you you know I feel like the only person that really does get to see the most like genuinely vulnerable sides of myself are probably my friends Mm, 
honestly, I'm just going to reel it back and, and just say Jordan, because I feel like I like to be that role in friendships that's reliable and loyal and always a good time and very positive because I know life gets really hard and it's just nice to be around people who make you feel better you know and so that's why I try not to show my vulnerable side to my friends because I know we're all going through some crazy shit right now and to be putting that that mood onto what they're going through or could be going through I kind of just wouldn't want to do that and so I'm really only vulnerable in front of Jordan because one he's my partner and I feel like it's easier for me to kind of just settle and get comfortable and really be vulnerable with him because he's my partner you know like he's we have to take care of each other so I have to be vulnerable so he knows how to take care of me but when it comes to my friends like I I can be vulnerable and I'll we'll talk about the trauma and we'll open up about all these things but I won't really cry about I just won't really cry period like I don't really like to cry in front of people let alone my friends and so I really do cry a lot in front of Jordan and it's not really on purpose but it's just been hard for me to kind of even with my own partner show my my emotions especially of like weakness and vulnerability because you know it's a lot to open up to a person and be judged and I I grew up with that and so it's always scary to just show that vulnerable side of yourself to a person you really you really care about because you you don't want to be judged and you don't want to get hurt by their reaction of judgment you know um and so I feel like it's really been challenging for me to just show that side of myself even to Jordan you know I feel like that's kind of like a common theme of what kind of growth I've been getting out of our relationship is that you know he's a very independent person and at first, you know, it used to stun me because I was really used to relationships that were really not toxic, but very like closely based to each other. Like I am a relationship based person. I can really get enough social satisfaction from a very small circle if like maybe one to two people and then my boyfriend, you know, but I mainly get it from my partner and with Jordan, he mostly gets his social satisfaction from friend-based relationships. And so, you know, he's very good about making time to spend with his friends, text his friends, stay in touch. And I'm just not that kind of person. So we're very opposite in that way. But the crazy thing is that like when, when I go to him you know, for when I'm feeling vulnerable and stuff, like I still feel like so embarrassed. <laughs> it's hard to cry in front of somebody, you know, and um, it's just not something I grew up doing because, you know, with my parents, I feel like there were instances that were so far back into my lore that I can't even specify what the specific instance was 
But I just do know on multiple occasions that when I would go to my parents about my true feelings, I would either get judged or shot down or I would get very, very disappointed or something like that. Um, But basically, I'm trying to say that there was a lot of times I really needed my parents to be there for me emotionally and I would confide in them and be vulnerable and stuff. But then I just wouldn't get care back. I would just get that judgment. And so because it was like negatively reinforced with me that me being vulnerable will cause me to be judged. Of course, as like I grow up and get into serious relationships where, you know, the stakes are higher because the length of time we're together is longer and it just shows how we are turning into an adult phase of the relationship that is just there out of out of just pure time you know um I feel like I have been reflecting a lot on Jordan and I's relationship because I feel like I have grown in lots of ways that I really needed to even if I didn't want to in the moment I really needed to and I feel like that's the reason that we work so well together is that no matter the time that passes that when you know it gets rough and you know it's just very hard to see like the good in your partner the main thing that I take away from Jordan and I being together is that you know we both put an effort to love each other and I think that's a very beautiful thing that I'm so grateful for is that, you know, his independence, even though it had bothered me before, because I'm very codependent, is what I was trying to say with my earlier point, um, is that because of his independence, it's taught me the value of my own independence. Like, I thought I was an independent person before, but definitely, you know, it's so crazy to see how when life happens to you, it really changes the kind of person you are. And so I'm just really glad that for as much as I feel like as I'm changing right now, and Jordan feels like he's changing, that we want to change together, you know, for the better and stuff like that, even if it's not easy, which is something that, you know, I think is once in a lifetime and worth fighting for. And so I think that's, I think that's why we keep fighting y'all, you know, but (laughs) I just saw Ace hiss at at the Amazon driver that just (laughs) delivered my package. (laughs) He's so funny because he has such tubby, tubby doodle tiki's. He's looking at me like, what the fuck, bro? Um... But yeah, I mean, I don't even know how I got on this tangent, but I'm I'm not mad about it. But this week has just been kind of doing doing like trial and error. Like that's the period of time that I'm trying to label right now in my life is a tri- like a trial and error stage cuz I just need to get out of my old patterns and try new things and learn that maybe I don't like those new things and I just want to learn what taste I develop and preferences I'm just trying new stuff just to 
open my perspective, you know, and I feel like slowly but surely I'm going to see the fruits of my labor. It's a lot of mental work, you know, to get the ball started, but I feel like for me, being my little egotistic self, you know, needing some gratification, I just know that like the work I'm putting right now will give me like a little fruit, like maybe a little cherry, you know, a little strawberry, something. And that will be enough for me to just keep the keep it going, you know, because for some reason, mentally, it just takes so much of my brain and willpower to be consistent and you know I've really been trying to to get it better and do certain little things you know like exercise that muscle to get you know more motivation and self-control and discipline that um that I will get better you know and I already do feel better uh had a couple of challenging days you know because the moon is a cycle I'm in my cycle you know it's about two weeks out from from doomsday so this is about right in my mental mental log right now about how I'm feeling so it's just kind of still trying to stay positive despite outside conditions not working in my favor you know because I feel like there's been a couple of things that have been happening that have kind of been stressing me out so I just know that in the grand scheme of things, like, I will be okay, we will all be okay, you know, the universe doesn't let us fail for no reason, and it's to teach us something, or to, to make us let go of something, and I'm just trying to hold that really close to my heart, and keep reminding myself that, um, the the sun will come up tomorrow, and the day after that, hopefully, but if not, I will try to enjoy today, you know, and that's like some things I've been trying to do is just make myself happy in little ways do those forms of self-control in little ways and so something that I have been liking this week is the afternoon wonky okay it's not a walkie it's not a walk it's a wonky as in w-o-n-k-i-e okay I started calling a wonky that because when I used to live with my parents, you know, I used to take Sam and Jack on wonkies every night, you know. Jack was a dog that really loved taking a walk every day, twice a day. He could probably walk for five hours if you'd let him. He'd probably run and still tug at the leash at the fifth hour. And he was just somebody, he was just a a dog that really loved being outside. And I really appreciated that about him because going on a walk without a dog is kind of hard you know it's nice when you have something there that's positively reinforcing you to go on the walk that gets happy and you know you get happy and all things like that but when I used to say tell Jack you know if we're gonna go on a wonky he would get so excited you know like jump up down and down and start whining and just get really worked up and of course that's gonna be the most motivation to get get you to go on a walk is because you want to make your dog happy and so I'm just really enjoying my wonkies because it just reminds me of my dog Jack 
my my uh coworker Tamara actually like uh she is my fellow Leo at the clinic also has red hair also has glasses also has two cats um and also is a nurse and she's really cool and I love her and she's so she's so dynamic and opinionated in the funniest ways and she can be that because she means no harm like she has no no inch of violence in her heart at all but she does get feisty which I really appreciate about her but the thing is is that her cat Toby went missing and so you know that just really I just really feel for her because I was just thinking about it got, it just got me thinking about like you know the worry of not knowing where your pet is because Jack used to run away from home a lot because he would be the kind of dog that the second that door opens like whoosh he's fucking gone like he was he was gone and there were so many times even at the my parents house in Valencia because we also used to live in Castaic but don't get me started about Castizi I will be talking about Castizi in another episode but when he, we were at our new house in Valencia my parents were repairing the gate and so it wasn't properly hinged onto the wall you know it wasn't screwed in and so the door was kind of rested against like the post to keep it in place but there was a little part of it that was ajar so that he snuck his little ass in and he fucking escaped I couldn't find him for like an hour or two and it was like summertime as well and it was still kind of like um around the season where it's like you know in the summer there's lots of coyotes and so I was just remember I would be so worried and I, w- I just drove around in my Prius, just circling for hours. And my parents would tell me to come home, that he'd come back, my sister too. But I was like, no, like I need to look for him now. Like time is of the essence. I need to find this dog. But I did eventually find him. If you are wondering that occasion that I'm talking about right now, I did find him. I was driving around and I was so worried because it was nighttime and I had seen some coyotes further down the road. And so I drove up really, really fast and I just saw Jack just prancing around in the grass, having a good time and sniffing a fire hydrant as a stereotypical dog does. But he was not a stereotypical dog. He was a um, Chihuahua Shih Tzu mix and more looked like a Chihuahua. But his color pattern was really cool because he was a tricolor. So he had the little brown circle eyebrows, little Chihuahua ears with little Harry's pocket, which is that like that little fold in animals' ears that they have sometimes. That's what it's called, or a penny pocket, I think. And so... Um, he had like the white little socks, but like black boots and the rest of his body was black and he had two little swirlies on his butt and he was a good dog. He was a great dog. He was my first dog and I miss him every day. I feel like that really traumatized me how he died. You know, I even feel like the heaviness in my chest right now, just talking about it, but you know with Tamara's cat being gone it just triggered those memories because it was around the summer and you know of course you think about she was saying her dog I mean her cat Toby will usually come home he's really smart like she lets him out all the time he'll always come back home later at night and stuff like that and bring back like rat or a lizard or a bird or something as a token of gratitude and 
She said that this past weekend on Saturday, he just never came back home. And now it's thir- it's going to be Thursday tomorrow and he's still not back home. So she's been trying to come to terms with what has happened to him, which could be, you know, you know, maybe somebody took him in. Maybe he's at the shelter. Um, maybe he got chased by a coyote. Maybe he got eaten by a coyote. Maybe he's lost, you know, and you just think about all these kind of things when you're when your animal is missing. And so I really feel for her. So I feel like I kind of been triggered by you know Tamara's pet situation with my previous pet situation yeah I'm kind of crying a little bit I'm not gonna lie I really loved my dog he was um I feel like it was so crazy because even when I was little I was kind of thinking about how I would be able to handle like a pet's death and you know, you kind of see it in movies here and there and you're just like, damn, like I don't want to experience that. Like my cat, my pet is my life, you know, like you love him so much and you care for him. And so even when we got Jack, what's so crazy is I remember that day I was in fourth grade. It was Valentine's Day and I was in Mrs. Pampanato's class in fourth grade. And then my dad picked me and my sister day my sister up and I remember it was Valentine's Day because it was like you know you did the Valentine grams and in the cardboard box that you decorated and made real cute you know and saw what kind of treats you got and so that's why I remember it was Valentine's Day because of those boxes the Valentine's grams and my dad picked me and my sister up from school and he said oh yeah we're gonna go somewhere we're just gonna I forget what he even said, but we just started driving and we were like, okay, whatever. And, you know, when you're in elementary school, especially when we were in Castaic House at CES, um, everything just seems so far because Castaic is its own bubble for sure, for sure. Um, And so we were driving to what I think is Silmar, like trying to remember back. And we went down. Oh, yeah, my dad said that, you know, he needed a part for his BMW. And so we were like, okay, cool. Because, you know, we already knew at that time our dad really liked cars, you know. And so when um, we pulled up, we pulled up to this house. And, you know, we were just like, oh, maybe he bought something off of eBay because he would do that a lot or Craigslist. And we went into the garage and my dad was just like pick one and then we just look in the box because our dad he, he parked us in the driveway and then I remember looking and seeing our dad talking to like this older white guy and we we're like whoa dad's talking to a white guy that's weird <laughs> and um yeah he just told us to look in the box and then all of a sudden you know you just see all these puppies and stuff and what's so funny is that I didn't even end up choosing Jack that day my sister chose Jack and I chose like another dog that was like a white puppy I think it was like the biggest one of the litter and then um it was like white with like black spots or gray spots and stuff and I was like oh let's name this one bingo or something like that But no, we chose Jack that way. And I remember that day when we were driving back, he was like sleeping in the box and we had already decided to call him Jack. And it's kind of funny because it's like Jack's in the box. But (laughs) um, yeah, so I remember on the drive back home, I was just looking and sleeping and I was like, dang, like 
I already know like this is gonna suck so bad when he dies like I know that's a messed up thought but that's just how much I like already loved him you know but I feel like you know having my, my cats has been really healing for me because I feel like I kind of do blame myself for how Jack died and that's something I'm gonna have to forgive myself with you know because it's just hard because I really can't explain how much I really did love my dog because I feel like when I was young I I really you know didn't get much emotional care from family it would usually be friends and stuff but the only one I had at home was Jack so he was my dog man he was my ride or die he'd just listen to me talk and keep me company and we just escaped together on these walks and we'd walk for so long because we both had really good stamina and we would just like you know just enjoy a walk together so damn like that's so crazy because I was just talking and stuff and all those like random events just aligned and it just kind of clicked why I think I've been having a hard week and I think you know this is why I feel like it's really been helping me to go to therapy and be sober and just go through the emotions because I just know you know at this phase like of my cycle I'm also very like emotionally reactive but I kind of have to stop getting so embarrassed of when I show emotion other than happiness because it just makes me bottle it up inside when really it's just healthier to to get it out you know because I feel I feel uncomfortable when other people are crying you know because I feel I know for me it's so embarrassing to cry in front of people I don't like it I would get be so frustrated on the inside but for other people maybe it's just their way of letting their feelings out and um they probably don't even need comfort externally they just just need to get it out you know and so sorry if it was hard for you to understand what I was saying whoops but um yeah so that's been the sober dover life and uh you know just give you a little insight of uh my dog i really missed him jack was my first pet and uh i think about him a lot so this is you jack i really miss you bro that's kind of crazy but um let's see a song that i kind of do think about a lot um, when I think about Jack for some reason is Don't Think Twice, It's Alright by Bob Dylan. I don't know why that song. Maybe that's Jack's voice. I have no idea what Jack's voice would sound like, to be honest. He was such a unique character. I don't even think, I don't think he was too sentient for that. But yeah, so Don't Think Twice by Bob Dylan would be a song that I like to put on to media this week, as well as um, to stay on theme with the other contents of this today's episode addiction by kanye west um as well as make her say by kid cuddy by kid cuddy common and kanye yeah that's a good song um as well as i know you by faye webster and then super shy by new jeans because i'm super shy super shy 
but um yeah thank you guys for listening to this one i really appreciate you um yeah don't i'm sorry if you felt uncomfortable but i'm just fucking that's how the emotions i'm feeling right now and you listen to this and you're you're still listening to this so yeah thank you for that i really appreciate you um if anything you know if you have a pet right now or you have a pet that passed away this is for you pet Mwah. little kiss on the forehead thank you for listening guys and i'll see you in the next one bye